You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hockey fans, if you'd like a copy of my new book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to flankerpress.com. If you'd like a personalized copy for $25 plus shipping, email me at terryryan2020 at gmail.com. That's terryryan2020 at gmail.com. How the hell is everybody doing? Welcome to episode 113B of Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan, Jr. Thanks for tuning in again. Today we have the nose face killer himself. He's actually waiting at the end of his phone, so I'm going to get to it pretty quick. Um... I kind of touched on the Chicklets Cup last week. Well, touched on it. My whole 113A was about a summary of the Chicklets Cup. So now, as we have no space about to come on, I think a lot of people that message my show, they take a side, and it'll either be, or Chicklets, just look at the comments. People go, you fucking bully, or fuck no space, man, fuck them up. The truth is that there's a bit of theatrics involved, and, you know, they, the boys created the Chicklets Cup, and we're playing for it, and it's great, and there's a bit of pride on the line, but it is a bit of theatrics. Like, I don't want to disappoint everybody, but before the game uh, in Buffalo, we had a great chat. I congratulated him on his baby and uh, slashed him a bit hard on the on the floor, of course. It was a bit hard. But, uh, you know, you, you it's a com- competition out there, and it got heated, but then again later we had beers. Actually, I was zoned out. I was fucking buzzed out of my tree. I got the boys in the bar, and then I lost no space. Um, my he had beers with my dad, if you can believe it. My dad came home. I said, "Where were you?" He was just twisted. We had to get. It was the last day there of the tourney, so we had, we had a really early uh, shuttle to Toronto. And senior came rolling in and said, yeah, I was with the boys. Nose face. <laughs> you just never know, do you? Anyway, we have a decent relationship. He is a pest, and I do try to get in his kitchen as he does mine. But in the end, it's a game, and I can't think of anybody I ever played against. Tough talk included, you know, that I can't have a beer with after. I really honestly can't think of one person. So... Now, I've also, you know, I, I come from a different era, of course, and uh, I get that. But no space showed up, like I said. I gave him the old 
bird dog test and uh, he was tentative at first, but he came right back with a vengeance. He went to the net hard. After that, I really respect the guy. Um, great player. So they have the National Ball Hockey League in the United States. It's really picking up momentum. I watched the highlights. I've seen some firsthand in Pittsburgh. I was there a few years ago and it's, it's really, it's gaining a lot of momentum. And uh, no wonder the U.S. has a much better program than they did when I started. It was barely non-existent. And then Bobby Hauser came on board in that group and uh, actually knocked us out of the 2009 World Championships in the quarters. And we'd won three in a row at that point. Uh, that was the last we won until this year, Conman and company, Remy. But anyway, yeah, so he does that. Uh, he plays handball, I think. Like, you know, I didn't even realize he was from... Uh, New England. I mean, oh, sorry, I, I knew that. I didn't realize he was from Leo Minster is how it looks, but I think you say Lemonster. That's where Bobby Hauser is from. And uh, anyway, Bobby told me a story on the way back when we were done the whole tournament that, you know, Nose Face, Corey Wilson is Nose Face's name. I assume he wants to go by Nose Face, but uh, let's call him Corey. So Corey you know, was really, I'm not going to say idolized. I don't want to put words in his mouth. We'll hear the story, but really looked up to Bobby Hauser and became a great ball hockey player in his footsteps. So there's an interesting story there. And, uh, and he did win a bronze. I shit on him because we won gold, but I mean, he did win a bronze this year in the world. It's not easy to do. And he just fucking beat my ass. Didn't he in the Chicklets cup? Say what you will say what you will. I'll give him that credit and the brick squad. It's a game out there. It's real physical, man. It's a mental, mental and physical grind. But in the end, man, you respect each other. And hands are usually shaken. And uh, congratulations. And all that stuff is usually in order. And in my experience in ball hockey and in ice hockey, um, you know, most people are gracious winners and losers uh you know you're never never happy after you win but i've always been the type and usually the players that i played with um lucky that way you know you get home and you're like you know what we just got a silver medal the world championship it was nice to visit dusseldorf or or prague or pilsen or wherever it might be and come back with something so it's a journey, and in the end, it's really not about winning and losing. And that's the first thing that they tell you when you're seven or eight years old and you don't believe a word of it, and you get a bit older and you're like, yeah, that was all bullshit. But when you get to be my age and you travel all over and you know, you, you experience so much on and off the floor as friends and as individuals, even just learning how to lose, man, learning how to lose. If you never win a championship but you're in these tournaments you know makes you a better person really does in in your own in certain way not everybody needs the same thing for me i needed the team around me i was uh, being an only child i was often um what's the word you know i just didn't have a lot of self-confidence and you're not going to believe that and the way i get on but it was always a thing, you know, my teammates became my brothers. And when ice hockey ended so early, I didn't think it would, man, I hurt my ankle, right? Like I wanted to keep going. That's why I was so depressed when I first came back to be out of that team environment. 
you know, and I went back to playing baseball in the summers with my buddies. I'm not great at baseball. I mean, I'm okay enough to play on the team, you know? Um, but then George Gortzos called and gave me an opportunity to play on team Canada. Tony Nito was also there and coach and GM and they took me and I realized I got a lot of work to do if I want to be a ball hockey player on this kind of world level. And I've never worked so hard as I did, you know, between what was it? Oh, four and Oh six, I guess. And then, uh, you know, I'd played ball hockey in 03. Like I said, we won it. Uh, I didn't play much. 05, I got hurt. And then 07, you know, I, I feel was my, probably my best tournament ever. And I was so proud to play for Canada. I wore an assistant captain. I remember getting the jersey and having cold goosebumps, man. Like really, really crying. That That's the way I felt. And, uh, you know, you just, you, you never, you just never, tire of that feeling of putting on the Canada Jersey. And again, I did it in under 18 team Canada. Um, and I just didn't think I'd ever ch get a chance to do it again. So the whole pursuit makes you a better person, but you know, all these years later, that was Oh three. And then, like I said, Oh seven, I was proud of that tournament. And then, uh, you know, Newfoundland Black Horse, the provincial team, we won the Nationals in 2010. I know I talk about this a lot. and I'm really not trying to brag when I say it, honestly, because fuck, like what else? They're just numbers now. I've won. You know, how many times do you want to talk about it and do it? Whatever. I, I, I joke often about going eighth overall and that happened. But, you know, that's in one ear and out the other. It's a nice accomplishment, but I didn't do it with anybody else. My family, I guess, for me and my mother and father, it's an achievement. Um, but you know, ball hockey just got me right back into playing as a team. And maybe that's why I get so passionate and caught up in it as well. You give me a job to do, I'll do it. That's what you want me to do. I'll try to do it my best. People are saying, oh, you're chicklets and you're so fired up and competitive. Look, that's in me. That's in my buddies. You, you pick your friends for a reason and we don't go in, you know, we, we're in it to win it. You tell me what it might be tiddlywinks, but you know, Chicklets, the, the spitting chicklets guys asked us to go down and do a job, and we tried our best. And, uh, you know, we, we look at it like any other playoff. What are we playing for? Okay, we're going to give the same effort. Could be the Stanley Cup, could be the Chicklets Cup. Now, I'm not out in rec hockey, being a fool, if that's what you think. And when I did play pro and everything, honestly, you see the penalty minutes, most of them are from fights. I was the kind of guy that said, hey, I'm coming, you know when I was going to hit somebody never threw many open ice hits. I'm aware of people getting injured, but there is still an intimidation factor. Did I, you know, did I talk to guys off the face off and say, you come in, come near me. I'm going to fuck you up. I probably was even exaggerating. I probably wasn't even serious, but I knew, I knew how to get space out there and compete for it. I knew how to do that. And that might still be in me as, as you know, part of my, the essence of who I am from the era I came from. So sometimes you look at those Chicklets Cups things, you're like, Jesus Christ, the boys are going hard. That's what we do as Newfoundlanders, as Canadians, as proud athletes. That's what we do, myself and my friends. And, you know, it's pretty much what they do, too. I just made a bit of a spectacle of it. The team we played, the Brick Squad, no space included, the boys laid all on the line. They were out there blocking shots, too, being physical in the corners. It's just that my idiotic slashes kind of took, took uh, center stage. But watch the full game, man. That's intense. And they played great. But anyway, I'm excited to get him on. I'm going to send him an email right now. We'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail with 
Corey, the no space killer Wilson. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my next guest has won three Chicklets Cups in a row and recently took home a bronze medal in the 2022 World ISBHF Championships in gorgeous Montreal, Quebec this past June. He is quickly building a resume as one of the best ball hockey players on the planet and his numbers in the National Ball Hockey League in the U.S. of A. would make Connor McDavid proud. He is a proud player, a precious pest, a dirty dangler, a fine father, a virile villain, an amazing American. He listens to vinyl and just beat me in the final. I sometimes use Reddit. I got to give him credit. He goes the extra yard and I slashed him pretty hard. He's from the USA and the kid can play. With the ball, he's a whiz and he likes to chirp biz. Folks, if you've been to the Philippines, you've heard of Manila. And please welcome my arch nemesis. It's no space killer, a.k.a. Corey Wilson. What do you rather go by, Corey or no space? Uh, I, I think the people like the no space show. We might as well go with that. How did no space start? Where did, where did this all come from? Uh, it actually started as chewed up caramel nose from business boys in Detroit. Come on. And, and then they finally uh, got a little classier and we started, we went with the nose face killer kind of after Brad Marchant of uh, the Boston Bruins and the nose face. So not, not a terrible person to be named after. Well, first of all, two things, congrats. And I don't mean on the win yet on the baby. Um, that's life changing. I can't even believe you made it to the Chicklets cup. Your wife is a warrior. Um, so how's that going? You got back and you quickly settled into fatherhood verb volume two. How's it going the last few days? Uh, it's going pretty good. We had to go back to the hospital for a couple things, but, uh, we finally got back out when I got home and now we're at home. Baby's doing good. My wife's doing good. Uh, my 14 year old, my 14 month old is, uh, doing all right with it. She's kind of figuring it out that the kid's here to stay and it's not just uh, somebody else's. So you got, is so, there well, no, 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 that's great. Is there a TV on in the background? Uh, yeah. Turn that down if you don't mind. There we go. Oh, is that your, is that your four, four, four day old? Just uh, turn that down. Wow. She's no, very quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, and congrats also on the win. And uh, I'm going to get to that, though, later. I want to find out. I want to give some context, context to people listening, um, because some people that listen to my particular podcast might tune in for other reasons. They might like my book or Shorzy and the Internet. Very, very, very small portion. Now, I would think everybody on the planet at this point knows spit and chiclets, but some people don't pay attention. So let's give some context to it. First of all, how old are you right now? No space? Uh, I just turned 28 in April. 28 years old. I know. Are you from Le Lemonster? I'm from Fitchburg, the town over. Okay. Um, the town over. I, I could have figured New England. I didn't know you knew Bobby Hauser at all until he was telling me in the, in the hotel room we were having a few beers. When did you, for those who don't know, Bobby plays on my team for years. Bobby's, no space, 28. I don't know. Bobby's mid-30s. And I played more against him than you before all this. And I really did. I thought he was one of the best players I'd seen. And definitely from my eyes, I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't know the whole U.S. program. But he was the best American that I saw playing. And that was, I'm basing it on three world championships. And I never thought I'd get to play with him. So this is great getting to know him. Now, because he plays on the big deal selects. So how did you 
fall. He said, yeah, yeah, I've known no space for a long time. When he was a kid, he used to come around and play ball hockey and, and you know, kind of looked up to me. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah. So when I, was, when I was younger, he was one of the older kids. Like you said, he, he was the best. And honestly, still probably is the best in the United States. I mean, the way he plays, it's just different. Like there's no one really that has his style. His style is his own. He made his own style. People try to be like it and you just can't. He's uh, unbelievable. He's played in many more worlds than I have. I hope to play in as many as he has. And I just met him when I was a kid. Uh, I was probably nine years old. He ended up coaching my Beaver team. And I found a liking to him. Wanted to play like him. Wanted to be like him. And then now I turned 15, went to my first Burroughs Cup. They needed a guy. He invited me. Got to play in that. It was special. It was the first one Burroughs ran. We ended up losing to... Uh, the Montreal Red Light in the finals. Was that the three-on-three three or the five-on-five? Three-on-three. Five? Oh, man, yeah, I've been to that. That changed my whole – because I, I played five-on-five five my whole life until that. That, that was had, the first time I ever played it. No, oh, was it okay for me, too? I found oh. it. And it's a little bit bigger for those that watch the Chicklets Cup. That's great. Um, the, but the and, and it's a great time. I love it. It's it's two different approaches. But the other one, it burrows, it's a little bit bigger, so you got to cover your guy and – there's yeah, a, there's a there's a lot of running in that. You think just because it's three on three, the ring's a little smaller than five on five, you can kind of chill. There's no chill. It's all it's all run and gun, and you gotta literally be on your horse the whole time, hide. or you're screwed. You can't hide no space, even when you're shooting. I'm left so shot. So if I shoot it for the top glove, which happens a lot, you know, you got to be aware as you're shooting it that it might miss and come around, and then you got to start start yeah. getting back as you're following through. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much because if you have a two-on-one and you guys screw up or the D makes a good play, you're going to realize that now they have a two-on-one automatically because their two guys are back behind you. And the rink's only so big, they are already they already get a chance to score. So Yeah, yeah no, it's wild. I, and we could do a whole podcast on just that. But what I want to know, when you were younger then, were you into ice hockey, ball hockey? I thought, is it handball? You play some other sports. I looked at your Instagram feed. There's a couple of other um, New England-ish sports, lacrosse things like that, that I really don't come across up here. So what were you, were you a ball hockey player from day one or, you know, were there other things? And, and part two of that question is who would have been your athletic hero? Uh, well, when I started, my parents started me early. You had to start at like three or four for uh, street hockey here, but my parents ran the league. So they started me at like two and a half. I was in diapers playing with all like my brother's age was three years older playing those kids, beating those kids. So it really got me going. And then when I was three and a half, my parents put me on skates, started ice skating, playing ice hockey. And pretty much it was 365 days a year, hockey, hockey. Tried out baseball. It was just too boring of a sport, sitting in the outfield trying to catch baseballs. Just, it, it wasn't fun. So it was just hockey all year round. So then... And so how far are you, say, from Boston? I saw you go to some games there. Uh, from Boston, with no traffic, I can probably make it 45 minutes, 40 minutes. And a right lot of the city. games? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. I've been to pretty much all the outdoor winning classics, for sure. The one at Fenway, the one at Gillette. Um, okay. The one coming up, hopefully I'll be out against Pittsburgh this coming okay. year. So then when you were a kid, then who would have been your favorite Bruin? Um, actually, so when I was a kid, I was actually a Colorado Avalanche fan. Really? I was a big, I was a big Ray Bork fan. So when he left Boston, I became an Avs fan. and was a huge fan of that uh, dynasty team. You know, they say your, your heroes are 
are born when you're like in between seven and 12. And that's right where you would have been at that yeah. point when, when Bork got traded over. And that was one of my greatest memories as a fan as well. I love that guy. I always thought he was classy and I won't name the Bruins. I don't like, but he's one of the ones <laughs> that I really do like. I mean, you know, last year yeah, Montreal. I actually ended up getting a nice relationship with him too, because uh, he ended up coaching at Cushing Academy, which is uh, only like 10 minutes from my house. And I became friends with his youngest son. So we became friends and I would see him because that's where I played uh, a little bit of ice hockey. So I'd see him a couple times a week. Interesting. And so you, you, so you did play a lot of ice hockey. Yeah, I played up to, I played like half a year of junior college and then I uh, moved home, played a couple of years of juniors for the junior Islanders and then just kind of okay. started to have a family. And no, but it's all relative. If you play thing. any level to me beyond minor hockey, you're learning, you know, it's pretty much the same. It's, it's a micro, like my junior A dressing room was really a microcosm of my NHL dressing room. I mean, there's monies that's changed, but you know, you're learning the same systems. You're learning how to live on your own and be a teammate and all those things. So to say you, you played hockey beyond that is, is definitely a next level. We do Shorzy. Some people ask me about Jared Kiso who plays Shorzy, but he played junior A. That's how he knows all that shit. So it's, yeah. it's almost funnier when you play junior, the chirps are funnier. You're getting to know it, you know, by the, by the time you get to pro you're used to it. But uh, anyway, so now I'm kind of putting the pieces together. Now, National Ball Hockey League. I hadn't heard of this. Now, this is a, for those listening that from Canada. What the hell is this? It's not in Canada, as far as I know. It's an American thing. I went to Pittsburgh a bunch of year, years ago to play the WBHF Worlds. It was 2015, maybe? And, yeah, 2015. Uh, okay, that's yeah. the only time we won a gold medal for U.S. So. Really? Yeah. And we lost in the final. Yeah, I was on Team Ireland then because the, yep. the WBHF lets you use ancestry. And like Ireland had lost, like, I don't know, 18 nothing, like goals for and against the, the tournament before. So they called and they used a bunch of us Newfoundlanders had, that do have Irish heritage. That's what happened. I went down and had an absolute blast. We beat Canada to get into the final. We never should have. We got outshot like 40 to 10. But you know the way ball hockey is, right? Yeah, your goalie just had stood on his head and he, he got you, got you guys scored enough. And it was what it had to be. I, I remember watching that game on my couch. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was just great. And hence... Uh, now, Jeremy Bishop, who I brought to this one, he was on yeah. my line there, and he, I think he might have been top forward. Um, but that was unreal. Now, I left, and I stayed in touch with some people at that tournament. They really put off a good tournament, too. Um, and Pittsburgh's such a wicked city in the summer. Um, but I got back, and I started, you know, back and forth, and some people, you know, social media picks up, and I keep in touch with these ball hockey players from the world. NBHL starts coming up. And I'm looking at the highlights going, these guys got their shit together. They tried that a few times in Canada, something close, and it never really got off the ground. I don't want to misspeak. Maybe in Ontario now it is. They used to have televised games for a while, and they were talking about bringing some money to the table. It never I don't mean for the players. I mean for the whole process. And I, as far as I know, there's been nothing as successful as you guys with the National Ball Hockey League. I mean, for, for state to state, almost province to province. So what is that all about? I looked, you got some pretty sick numbers. Um, I think I'm at the right site. I, I, I saw a couple of teams you played for, but how long have you been playing? When did this league start and how can people get involved? Uh, so the league started actually as just a, they were the, the EBHL, it's the Eversham Ball Hockey League in New Jersey about three years ago. 
And it's my buddy, um, Gianni Shamrocko, Anthony Shamrocko, and TJ Yanis. They started it together, and then they were like, oh, well, wow, maybe we could grow this and become bigger. So last year we had about seven states, got it really going, got it really kicking, and everyone like you was like, wow, this shit's sick. We got to get it going. And now I believe we have 151 teams throughout the United States between four divisions, tier one, tier two, tier three, and now a women's division. So they got it going. I mean, we got, we got a merchandise store online. We have live stats. We have highlights every week. Um, We have the guy that did our worlds for photography goes to each rink once a week and does a live stream. So you can live watch a game and they're just, they're just building it to be bigger and better. That's just great. So the sky's the limit. You know what I, I've often said when I started, it seemed obvious, but it was a long time. My first Worlds was 03. So, but as I got to these tournaments and I'm looking at these players, um, and even now, you guys, I just watched online the tournament in Montreal. My God, the talent's getting better. There's more and more people joining, which I guess that's why it's getting better. Um, There's fans. There's all over the world. It's like I'm getting... Like that was happening. I had really nothing to do with the tournament other than, you know, watching because I had buddies play. And I must have had a thousand messages during about ball hockey. So I want like, and there's so many teams that might be able to win it. I remember yeah. losing to India one year. Uh, so Finland, well, not this past one, but the one before. Yeah. Two, two shots away from winning a gold medal. From winning a gold medal. And, and you know, the obvious US now and, and Canada and Slovak and Czech. There's, so my point is, why, I don't know if you have the answer, but haven't you ever wondered why it's not in the Olympics? It would be a layup. And you, I think hockey almost, ice hockey, I hate to say it because people know me as an ice hockey player, although I'd almost beg to differ at this point. I would almost a ball hockey player first. I mean, my last <laughs> pro game was almost 20 years ago. And I just, I, I don't get it. It's it, Hockey's becoming elitist where you need all this money to play. You got to, and, and the, by extension, you got a ball and a stick. Um, and you know, even just to get, even the gear to go to the worlds, the official gear that you need to play only costs about a hundred or 200 bucks really. Um, and often you get, you know, you, you, the teams around here go on bottle drives, they raise money and then, and, and, you know, the kids and they go to nationals. It's like a team thing. They have a lot of fun. And when they get there, it's not so expensive to play. So why do you think it hasn't gone to that level? And do you think it ever will? I mean, I think eventually it will. I feel like the reason it won't is they say not enough countries, but I feel like they don't really care about our sport. They don't put the effort in. They don't see enough of it because we're not publicized enough. So I think with our NBHL, I mean, Canada has their thing. The European leagues, I'm starting to see more and more video of theirs. We just need to get put out there and we just need that one person that really wants to make a difference and get us there. Because I mean, if you look at some of the sports they have, they have like speed walking and shit like that. Oh, and like on, right? how, how entertaining is that compared to even if you look at our three on three chip goods final, yeah. that is more entertaining than half of the Olympic games they have. Speed walking, speed yeah. walking, right? I mean, speed walk, you're right. Shit like no that. No offense to those guys. I mean, hey, cool for them. They're in it, but like I support that, but that's what I don't get because I that's what I hear all the time. There's not enough countries that play, but there there are. And the thing is, when I say India, it's Dampy Brower and Company. Dampy played pro hockey against me. People say, well, he's Canadian. No, he's got dual citizenship, though. To play in the ISBHF, you need that. So, and then what happens is that 
you know, you go over there and, and you start a program and then people that are actually living in India, they start playing and or wherever it might be. We've done this now, Italy and then and, and Latvia, and like you said, Finland. It's, since I've been involved, there's way more countries, not only that play, but are, are possibly going to win. Like I said, we lost one year to India. And while most players were Canadians with dual citizenship, they still would qualify for the Olympics. It's not like we're discounting people that, that live there. It's the same way the ice hockey goes. So yeah, I find even, that, even Hauser went down to China for a year yeah. and a half and they, they grew ball hockey there. And now I'm seeing a bunch of leagues and videos and stuff of them starting leagues where they're literally getting better. You watch them from the beginning, they didn't know how to hold sticks. Now they're literally making plays, making passes, literally getting the sport of hockey. And it's, it's that's the stuff we need. Um, no, we do. And uh, yeah, like it's, it, it's also hockey takes so long. I'll use Austin Matthews as an example, right? Like Winnipeg goes to Phoenix in the 90s. He's living in Phoenix. Rinks go up. He starts skating. Otherwise, I mean, you could, there's a direct correlation. Yeah. He's not going to be Austin Matthews if there's no Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah, sure. he's not in the NHL. Right? There, it, it, Switzerland. 30 years ago, opened up their doors for imports. And all of a sudden, there was eight and nine Americans, Canadians per team, for the most part, that are going over there. So the program is going to get a little bit better. To now, Switzerland, it'd still be, be an upset, but they might knock off Canada or the U.S. the odd game. That never would yeah. happen back then. So that that's what I mean. But ball hockey, you don't need to wait 20 years for, for people to learn how to skate and you know, if, if you're already like China's perfect because there's people that play hockey, they're certainly not on a world level, but there are enough people around. There's a lot of people that skate. And if you just give them shoes and now put them on a level of everybody can run, right? Everybody. Yeah. So I think it will happen one day for sure. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. As a Canadian, I know I'll always be throwing money down on the Blue Jays. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Chicklets, this is what I think the boys do. Like It's like the WHA in the 70s. My dad played the WHA for ice hockey, so... The NHL was always going to be the NHL. It was, but the WHA offered a little bit more money. They expected like, the rules. They used a blue puck. My dad played and uh, they had, they had full on. It was all glass. He played in St. Paul, Minnesota. It was all glass. They didn't have any boards. So they experimented. Not everything yeah. stuck, right? Not everything, but Bobby Hull went over and the curve stick got really popular. I mean, he started in the NHL, but you know, the, uh, the, that, that, the, the style almost right. A lot of it came out of the, the WHA, um, they forced the NHL to up their salaries. There was a lot of good things. I find Chicklets now is kind of doing that because they're like this renegade league. They're do 
Like I said, Biz, you guys are attracting the best ball hockey players in the world, like in, in North in America, world. for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we, we just finished first and third, and you guys lost 6-5 to Canada. I mean, largely the best ball hockey players are still over here. And um, no insult. There's great ones overseas, but I think here they're like that tournament that we had in Buffalo isn't just a regular. I'm like, Biz, you're getting like you started just having this ball hockey tournament, but you're getting all these people like there's more world champs playing in this game than people realize. And and it, like you said, bronze or or, or national champs, uh, medalists, people that just take part in the like. I, I'm not I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I'm not trying to give us credit. But if, if you were, it's all relative. We're we're the NHLers of the ball hockey. And yeah. People don't realize that there was like dozens of them in that ga- in that tournament. In, in that game, there was probably in that game there was yeah fifteen medalists at yeah. least between both teams, and people don't realize that. No, and and even so, so a that brought a lot of competition. People think first of all, when I was, I'll get to this first. When I was going down, you know, I love you. There was a bit of theatrics to it. I got carried away in the game. I slashed you a little hard. That even yeah. when I started. When I was going down, I really wasn't going to do it. When I saw that you weren't wearing shin pads, I'm like, he's fucking well, mocking me. The, the only reason I did is because when I left, I, <laughs> I went through my bag and I only brought one. Bobby told me that. I thought you, I honestly thought you were, <laughs> we've worked it up so much. I looked at him over, I looked at you with no shin pads. I'm like, he's fucking with me. He's fucking <laughs> slapping me right in the face. Now, that being said, I told the boys, too. I said, if it goes over in his feet, he's not wearing them. Now, it's going to be a penalty if you whack him. But I'm like, go for the ball. But I, there was a bit of theatrics to what I did. I mean, I, I did hit you a little excessively hard. But yeah, I was more um, trying to um, like, That's like the world. So you, you get hit. I mean, it's, not, it's hockey. If you're going to be out there playing hockey with a stick, you know somebody's going to hit you with it. It's not well, it's nothing new. I yeah, played and, in worse, you know, worse you got leagues the at home. Right. I yeah. knew I might get called and I did. Uh, so and I appreciate you coming back. And a lesser person, though, would have gone down like my dad. We we're on the plane on the way. He goes, if Noah's face wanted to be a dickhead, he could have just gone down, claimed injury. And you look like a big fucking idiot. And it would have been true. And it was excessive. But for the most part, you and I do <laughs> play fair against each other. I don't remember yeah. really having a problem. No. Um, but, you know, as the game went on, we're all tied up and, and, and you know, we're looking at it and it was so intense, but because I said to Biz, I'm like, you're hanging in there with these guys. Like Biz actually became a pretty good ball hockey player. Yeah, which, that's the funny thing. You got to say that to him too. Cause he's, he's made millions. He's runs his podcast. He's like a legit NHL player. And you got to tell him he's doing a good job. So for the people that's, they got to show that like us other guys. Yeah. We might not have that NHL experience, but this is our game. And you look at a big six foot five, whatever he is, NHL star. Not all of them can just transfer over and be like the studs. No, you're right. It's a completely different game. He was humbled after the first one because that's when he phoned me. He's like, fuck, this is way fucking harder than I thought. Then February came and I said, "Okay, I can definitely help you. I didn't I didn't know you. I didn't know anybody was going to be down there. And when I got there, I started looking around. Even even we got lucky getting in the final that one. I, I think it was the Toronto War Pigs were the most part. Yeah, that that was a good that was a good game too. That went yeah. down to literally the last ten seconds, thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, it came down to the very last part. And uh, and here it is. I think a lot of it for us too. Like Biz sees something that he can be competitive. It was soon when you retire, unless you get into ball hockey, really. I, I 
for any players out there that are really looking for a competitive, I mean, that's what I did. I, I was 23. I didn't expect to have my ice hockey career end because of injuries so early, but, but it didn't hurt when I ran right at all. So I got into it and I'm like, man, I can, it's competitive juices and you can keep going. Guy like Pender say, you know, yeah. and he puts on a show. He's really just, he's not dirty. He's physical. He's strong. No, he's, he just, just, a, he's just a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. Right. I mean, you guys, I don't know how you, you get down to block the shot. I, I don't like blocking shots at the best of times, but I do it. But I look any, and I play against Pender a lot in ice <laughs> hockey and ball hockey, but I really, it's got to be close. It's got to be important or I'm fucking leaping out of the way. Yeah. No. That's tough. In there. If I was, if I, that's why I said to the guys, I'm like, we got to give it to him for a slapper as much as possible. Cause I'm looking over there. They're just like us, except they're a little bit younger. The, the smaller surface is going to help us a little bit in this game. I think in most games, the smaller hurts teams like us because it's the great equalizer, as Bobby says, right? There could be a team in a small surface that just whack it around and they might get lucky and we can't really make a play. But yeah. you guys were in our, it was the same deal. So um, I, I, I said, you know, we're, we're, it's going to be a good game. I, I have confidence in everybody. But I know that they're a little bit younger. They play together. They got legs, and they're and you know they got momentum going in. So just give it to Pender because I would. Yeah, I let him be, rip it. Yeah, I could be twenty or fifty, and I I have the same attitude. I do not want to get in front of that. You would have had to, but eventually the wall usually breaks down. But anyway, hats off to you guys. That was an awesome game, um, and especially. <laughs> I did come to find you after. I was just so fucking buzzed. Uh, <laughs> and there was a lot going on, but I got your guys in, and Senior said he had a few beers with you anyway. So, Oh, yeah. We, I, I had a few with Pender, too, at the bar that night. We were talking about it. I was like, I thought you were going to kill me there. And he goes, no, you know, it was for sure. Terry told me, you know, I got to give you a few wax. So I figured and, I would. And then we got the best photo of the tournament out of it. So It was a great photo. And I like how, yeah, I mean, just it was the same thing. Like, Pender pushed you, but if he wanted, he could have – as oh, he wanted you, to, you he could have just me, me in back. the head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, it was just so from content purposes, um, you get so much reaction. Right. And I see it, man. Like I'm a villain on one side. You are on the other. And oh, don't worry. Time, I'm the villain of this whole thing. You, you, you really Big are. Big deal selects villain. Number but one. Some I people love like it. to take the dark side and I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are. You get some, some fucking. You get some daggers thrown at you, but you got to have tough skin anyway. But you got to have, I think, tough skin to put yourself on the line. You know, there's one thing to play. You, tough skin anyway to be a hockey player. And you want to, you know, you, you got to learning how to lose. Like this year, you won a bronze. I remember getting home. It's a perfect example. One year we won the bronze. The, the year that Pender went fucking crazy at 13. Yeah. And, you know, it Jesus killed us. We hosted the world championship with six Newfoundlanders. And that's why he was so mad. And they played really unsportsmanly without me getting into it. I'm not saying oh, he was just me, applied, but, we've had that yeah. plenty of times in my four experiences at the world's checks in Slovaks. It's just not, it, it, was it doesn't even matter who's refing because they, all the refs just call it and there's no, no need it, for it. They dive. Oh my God. One of them, if I did to them, what I did to you, I'm thrown out for three, three fucking tournaments. Because and that's why they down. would never be able to play in this. Yeah, it's they all would. for fun and drinking, but they they wouldn't they'd fall and everyone there at the rink would literally probably roast them so hard these guys would just quit. They You're wouldn't know how to deal with rights, it. Right, though. You know what? If there's one fucking thing I can say, and I hate 
generalizing usually, but I can say that every goddamn team I played against from Slovak and Czech, they get on with the same thing. And more often than not, if we've lost to them, it's been that. The one in 13 was terrible. The ball dropped. I'm on. Here we are again. How many world championships in any sports do you get to do at your imagine if you were hosting the worlds like right in your hometown and, and you and Bobby and a bunch more from the area were on it? The ball dropped, no space, and I the face off, we win the face off. I think it was four or five Newfoundlanders starting the game and the place was packed. They were singing the ode to Newfoundland and warm up excited to see it happen. And there's only so many sports we can win at. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, like I don't it, know. I guess you could the have the football, sport. the Super Bowl here. We wouldn't have anybody in the game. We legit yeah. had, you know, <laughs> so, so anyway, that the, the ball dropped and they didn't move. They just backed up into their own end. And that's, that was the plan. So as soon as we went in their zone and they just let us have yeah. the zone, um, as soon as there was any friction at all, they started diving and the refs called it. They went up to nothing and it threw us off. It was over before it began. A guy fucking hawked a loogie in my face and I, I the, the refs didn't know English. So I, I tried to go over and explain it. And they, they thought I was, I guess, trying to in, incite violence or I was, I was, I was upset at them more than anything. They were going to give me a 10, but when they, after they scored the empty net, so Pender went up playing right wing. I was going to say, you know what? Maybe you should call edge. the game right the now. Clock. Yeah. And, but anyway, that's what happened. Um, but listen, you know, think to get back, we were talking about chicklets have, 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 if they've done nothing, what they, they've, they've at least brought ball hockey to a much more, they brought it to a, a larger audience, I think, than the ISBHF or the WBHF ever really did and no fault of their own people try on both sides but chicklets is a fucking machine it's an animal now that we're here what could we you know what could we do there's you know maybe we could maybe the mbhl can host a few maybe and it doesn't have to be a chicklets cup i'd love to play on your team sometime that would be a story right we should do that before i get too old man because i'm not shut down yet but it the science says i'm going to have to soon so is, is this possible? Is there tournaments I could come down and play? Yeah, we we got tournaments all the time. I mean, uh, I run my, uh, like, kind of like you say, in the, they have, like, nationals in Canada. We don't really have that for our top-tier teams, but we got our major tournaments. We have one coming up in uh, October or September here in my town. It's usually 15 teams. It was COVID canceling shit now that we're out of that. Hopefully the Canadians, like the War Pigs, Midnight, Ottawa guys, uh, Try to get all them down. And we ended up winning it last year against the New Jersey team, 5-4, hard-fought battle. Uh, we beat Bob Sheeman round-robin in overtime, 3-2. was a bloodbath because we've been playing them since we were little kids. They always used to kick our ass, and now we're kind of the ones kicking their ass, so it feels good. And there's just teams from Pitt, Jersey, Buffalo, uh, your random teams from, like, California that just show up. There's even a team from L.A. that has six Slovakian dudes that fly in and play for them. Wow. So okay. It's, it's big. And what is there? Are we talking three on three, right? This this is actually five on five okay. ball hockey. Well, that would I could I could hide easier than that. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to leave that with you. If you can, if if you give me some options that are more than five six weeks away, I'd love to do it. And that would really make for a good story. And to be honest with you, man. I would love the opportunity. I, I, I joke around, but I do think you're not a good player. I think you're a great player. 
And uh, maybe there would be a way that you and me and maybe even Bobby, I could bring Connor a few more from, I could put it out there to the boys and it might even make for a, you know, another storyline in another universe, who knows, but. Uh, yeah. And maybe even, uh, I know, I know with COVID it's canceled, but they got a big one for, uh, it's like 10 grand. We play in St. Catharines, right in business, pretty much backyard. Wow. Um, maybe we could throw all the boys from your area, me, Bob, a few of the boys from here. Go up and win that one, and that'd be a huge storyline. So you know what, uh, that would be fun no matter what. Okay, I'm gonna when we're done, uh, and I'm having Bobby on next week. So when we're done, I'm gonna think about this, and you and I are gonna stay in contact. I just got a few more questions for you, and then we're gonna hit like a little bonus round called Rapid Fire Randoms. All right. Um, so how many World Championships then have you been to? A couple, right? Uh, uh, I played in two juniors, and uh, this past one in Montreal is my fourth men's. Fourth men's, I thought so. Okay, and your two juniors was one of those in Newfoundland? Um, no, we played in the Czechoslovakia and then Slovakia. Yeah, okay. Bobby's was in Newfoundland in 07, yep. 08. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Okay, so when you guys went as a team with your junior team USA, are are are, are there many people on that that are now on your team with the men's? Oh, uh, so in our first one, there was. Our captain is actually now our men's captain, Johnny Ruiz. Um, okay. And there's me, um, three other kids from here, and I want to say um, two or three other kids from that. But then from the younger kids' teams, there's about six or seven of those kids that were on, like, the U18 team that uh, have come up and made the men's team. Huh. Interesting. Um and you know what I forgot to say before we move on. So I honestly thought the reason that I was, and I, again, it was a lot of theatrics, but I was kind of upset going down there because I thought that you voluntarily caught everybody from Vegas <laughs> and then, you know, just planned all this out. I didn't even believe that your wife was pregnant. Now, please don't judge me on that. I no. really didn't. I just figured it's all for the, we got down there. I'm like, what? Are you serious? And then I found out, I'm like, no, no, actually it wasn't the case at all. And he needed a team late. We can't not have no space. So I'm like, no, you're right. We can't have not have no space. So then I was when I got there, I realized and who better would I want to play anyway than the guys that I know, you know, so all your friends, it worked out. It was just, you can understand why on the way down being misinformed how I would have been a bit like, you know, he, what the fucking gutless move that was, but really, yeah. you know, you know that I'm okay with it, but it all worked out. Right. I mean, you guys had a good time. Oh yeah. We had a good time. I mean, those guys, like I, when I was uh, like 10 years ago, when I was in freshman, I started playing like Satachi and a few of them and we became close. So yeah. we've always played together and I actually played on like the original brick squad team up in uh, the outdoor championships in Barry with those guys and then we've always um satachi and another kid that we didn't have actually came and played for my team in the tournament that's coming in a couple of weeks and we actually won 10 grand in that one so we won some money with those guys we we've lost some tourneys but we've always had fucking it's always been a weekend to remember yeah yeah and so i didn't yeah, see that that's what i was missing out and i didn't really know it was their their team at first that you were going to play on. I heard that you picked guys from Slovak, Czech. I thought you went to the Worlds, hand-picked random people <laughs> that you didn't know. That's what I heard. See what <laughs> I mean? You know that game yeah. when you're in, like, grade three and they give you a secret and you whisper it and then, yeah, like, the 30th you, person? Yeah, you, like, pass it on. That's what happened. So there was kind of <laughs> some truth to it. You weren't on the same team, 
right? There were different players. They were from the world championships, but I got there and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is fucking Chicky and Jordan. and Dan Yeah, and like all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then not only that, but you had played with them. So, yeah. you know, I retract that. That's But no, yeah, we just didn't have our NBHL team because we're right now in the midst of uh, NBHL playoffs. So a bunch of the guys, they want to leave their teams, which unfortunately I missed my flight, missed my games. My team got knocked out. So they're not too yeah, happy about you've that. Become, but. You become a central character. It would be like Star Wars without Darth Vader. You, yeah. you almost, you know, like, and, and hats off to you for even. Well, hats to off one. to the Chicklets guys too, though. They, they, they got me there. They got my flight. They uh, allowed me to play. They really, uh, they really hooked it up. So hats off to those guys too. Have you ever, uh, I agree. Have you ever been to Newfoundland? Uh, I've been to Halifax, Nova Scotia for, uh, I think we were U15. Oh, really? Yeah. So we played in one of those Canada. It wasn't like the Worlds, but it was like the uh, the like Canadian Nationals for juniors with all their teams. So we ended up playing in that. We we were young. We didn't. This is our first time ever like playing in any of that. So we ended up taking the B B uh, gold medal, but it was it was the time. It was definitely different. And uh, no space, if you don't mind. What do you do for a living? I have no idea. Uh, so I do hardwood flooring, but I actually am, uh, just started the fire academy. So I'm going to be a firefighter. You're going to be a firefighter too? Yes, sir. Jesus, look at that. You're going to take that team first attitude and, and, and uh, sacrifice and all that stuff that you learn in addressing them. And you're going to take it to somewhere that totally makes sense in being a firefighter. I think there's so many parallels. And I have a lot of buddies that got into it as well that were hockey players. Uh, good luck. Yeah, I get to keep the. That's why I always got the stash. I gotta have the clean <laughs> shave, so you know that's all you can have is the stash. Oh fuck! You're like a uh, chameleon. Are you ready? Are you ready for rapid fire randoms? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, here we go. No space killer. What superpower would you pick if you had to pick one? Uh probably invisible. That way I can just do whatever I want without getting caught. Good pick. Uh, would you rather cruise across the world or go into space? Cruise across the world. I've only been on one cruise, but it was the funnest time of my life. I'm waiting to do it again. Yeah, they get a bad rap. I was on, uh, I was on a few way back, way back in the late 90s. That was our the team. If we won an award for the team, we got to go on a cruise. So uh -huh. I took my parents. Anyway, everybody just ended up going on the cruise is what happened. And uh, absolutely fucking loved it. Haven't been back since, but three years in a row. Where'd you go? Uh, Bermuda, all inclusive. So, Dude, you oh. know our Masters? Do you know our Masters was in Bermuda? I, the fact that you guys actually played hockey is unbelievable. I don't know. You've got to get back. We, I, I couldn't believe it. The rink, five on five. Well, you, you saw the highlights. Uh, Right down next to the water, like, and the blue of the blue. Like, it was. They actually have a tournament coming up in like a month or two down there. They oh run God. one every couple of years. Okay. They're there. That's the. That's noted. I got about four things here as soon as we hang up. I'm going to call. I'm going to text <laughs> you about. Um, how old were you when you unsnapped your first bra? Shit. Uh, 14, maybe. What's your favorite jersey in any sport? Uh, it's my Tom Brady, Red Patriots, vintage classic jersey. Can't beat it. Man's the greatest of all time. So side note, do you cheer for Tampa now or are you New England and like if Brady wins it, you're happy? 
I mean, I'm still a, a Pats fan, but if Brady wins, you know, the man gave us six Super Bowl championships. You can't disrespect them. That's so. good. I'm glad you feel like that. I'm amazed. I didn't get into football till three years ago when I started this, and I don't even talk about it, but I said I might as well be relevant. Know, what, know what's relevant, sorry. And I started watching uh, Stephen A. and uh, just eventually, and then I got right into the basketball. I kind of had a bit of a background, but now I'm a huge fan of football. And I just... I don't know. People don't like Brady, but I, I, I don't know. What's not to like? He's, he's, yeah. How do you argue? He's, a, he's just a winner. He's a he's winner. A fucking winner, man. He, now, he leaves his team and goes to a new team that doesn't even make the playoffs and just wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, how can you not love the guy? In a 32 is a team league. It's not like we're yeah. talking about a six team league in New England. Like, yeah. we're talking about the NFL and just and, win and, and, and even and over, and over 40. Yeah, it's not like he's like my age, like a twenty-eight-year-old stallion stud going out there like he's fucking got the whole life to live. Dude, dude should probably be retired like fucking seven years ago. You would think, and that, and and you know, still winning, and and one of the best uh, QB ratings. And now they just signed, didn't they? Just sign Joe. I think they got a wide receiver for him, right? I heard yeah, that like was. like a guy from like Atlanta and I think another so. guy. And I only saw it come up on the ticker while I was doing this, but there's someone that's recently signed. Um. Would you eat my severed finger cooked for a chance to know what actually happened to JFK? Oh, for sure. So what I did, I don't know why I said my, I could have said a severed finger. It makes um, it better than it's yours. Though. <laughs> what do you hate? What do you hate about football? Uh, the fucking, I guess I'll, I'll have to go with those Bills fans. You know, that overtime rule really kind of fucking grinds my gears sometimes. From last last playoff? Yeah, the, or just any any overtime, you know? The guy gets the ball, they score, it's over. Like Oh, you're saying two possession. Yeah, like okay. the other team should at least get the chance to get the ball. I mean, come you're on. Right. Any, anybody could win a coin flip. I never got that. Yeah, I never got that. I get getting into football late. I, I don't get that. I understand that rule. Um, yeah. It's just one of those scratch your head like why not just give the other team the ball like, yeah man, you're, you're losing people because one team's just pissed that they just lost because fucking their defense sucks and yeah. they know they suck and they lost the coin flip when yeah, they got the it, best I mean, quarterback in the league ready to go win the game the coin flip shouldn't have as much say um one day a week let's say sunday you're a cartoon you're, you're in a cartoon you're not a cartoon, a cartoon. you're to live in a cartoon world it could be like Quahog and the Family Guy—that's close. Yeah, I, Rhode Island or Springfield, Simpsons could be anywhere. Where would you pick? Cool, that's a good one. Uh, I don't Maybe know. Fam- village. Yeah, I, I think I think the Family Guy though. I think I could get down with some Stewie action. Definitely, man, you man's a little devil. And fuck you, you guys. I mean, that's not even that far away, Rhode Island. No, that shit's only like an hour and a half. I love it there. Like, I love, you know where I used to go? I used to, Montreal would give us money if we made a convincing case to go train wherever we wanted. So one year I went to Sweden, actually a couple of, I went every year, I, I made sure to go to Cape Cod for at least a couple of weeks. Um, that's not far from you either. I absolutely no, love it. That's real close. That place Favorite nice. spot to have a beer in the world for me is Fenway. Fenway. Oh, it's the most unremarkable place in the world. Oh, yeah, man. Like, do and you go to just, any games? Oh yeah, I try to go. We actually just got the uh, the team below their their uh, like I guess their AHL team, Pawtucket, but it moved to Worcester, and Worcester's only twenty minutes from my house, and they built a brand new stadium called Polar Park, 
And no, it's unbelievable. Away. Unbelievable. It's not there anymore. How long? Uh, they just started last year. Ah, because so we get that they, channel too on TV, right? And it'll always come up. Uh, and it seemed like a great minor league place, but I'm just going by the TV. Oh, the, pe- the people were pissed. They, the Pawtucket people. That's all they had, you know? Yeah. I went to games there too, there. right in the area. I just love it. I love minor league ball games. I can't go to a minor league football game, whatever that is. Is is there even minor league football, minor league basketball? Get it out of my face. But uh, you know, I watch the NBA. But when it comes to minor league baseball, it's just something about being at the field. Yeah, because it's almost like the same skill. These guys are just trying to fight to get up there. They're up down. I mean, yeah. uh, the game before I went, Chris Chris Sale pitch. Yeah, was you never know what's going to happen. I know it's like a forty million dollar contract. In sorry, in baseball, right? Like, yeah. I, I love that. And so the Wooster, I didn't mind Wooster either. We used to go in there to play the Ice Cats, I think was the name. Of I knew it. I, I, I still got my Ice Cats jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, it was yep. a cool place to. Uh, that, that place was great. And we often stopped there, right? We were in Fredericton, so we'd come and pick one of those places, Lowell or Wooster or wherever. I yeah. like Wooster a lot better than Lowell. Um, yeah, the Wooster's now a. Uh, ECHL team. So. Ah, okay, makes sense. They had good fans. What song would you be happy never to hear again? Baby Shark. <laughs> if your if your nickname wasn't No Space Killer, what would it be? Uh, they all call me Mitts. Silky Mitts. Yeah, well, that's a pretty good one. Um, if your nickname, oh, sorry, three albums. You're in a hot air balloon. You have to go from Rhode Island to Hawaii, so quite a distance. Uh, three albums would you take on this balloons? It's going to, you know, it's more than a three album trip. So these, you know, you can pick for length. You can pick for like something that you'll hear over and over. Maybe you don't even want an album. Maybe you can trade it in for a book. Who knows? Uh, I, well, I'd definitely take a little, little baby. One of his newest albums, any of them. Okay. Usually always slaps, always You're a hip hop guy. Okay. Hip hop. But I could also take some, like, even if it was like a Pandora station of like, Old school 80s, you know, some of that type of stuff I could get down to. Maybe a little bit of a mix. Yeah, you'd have a little a little mix, you know. You wouldn't uh, get bored if you had three genres there. No, I, I'm down for any type of music, really. You're stuck on one of these balloons. So now well, it's the same shit. You're stuck anyway, aren't you? You're, yeah, I'm in a balloon. In this world. <laughs> so you're in this balloon. Now on that same trip, you've got to take one of these villains. Dennis Hopper and Speed. The 95 Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock movie. Darth Vader, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, or Newman from Seinfeld. Oh, we're going Darth Vader all day. I knew we already talked about this one. I knew you'd fucking pick the most evil of the bunch. Uh, do you have pets? Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a dog. A two-year-old golden retriever. Would you rather have dinner with Sylvester Stallone's chauffeur Justin Bieber's agent or Al Pacino's chef? Probably Justin Bieber's agent. I mean, he dudes made him famous as shit. And he plays hockey, so he's got to be have a pretty cool agent. Good point on the hockey. Keep forgetting that. Would you go to Mars? Now, it's going to take you six months to get there six months back, but would you do it if you come back five years younger? Oh, easily. So you've lost a year, but then you gained four. You gained four. Yep, for sure. Now true. I'm only 24. Yeah, true. Uh, how many fish burgers have you eaten? I uh, don't eat seafood, so that'd be zero. 
if you could play for any sports franchise outside of New England and outside of hockey, what one would it be? Team Shorzy. Ah, beauty. The Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs. Nice answer. Change one rule in baseball. Uh, the fucking, they don't tie. These baseball games that go 19 innings, it's just, it, it can't happen. I like how these just come straight to the top of your head because I'm I'm not giving you all layups. They're they're you got to think about them. So, would you rather train from New York to L.A. with David Hasselhoff or bus through the jungle with Harrison Ford? Um, I love the train, so I go with the train. Would you? Yeah, it's not really about the person there; it's about the mode of travel. What? Why don't they use fucking trains anymore as much as they did? You would think in this day and age with all the, you know, the whatever their, you know, the carbon emissions, wouldn't that make more sense to have trains? Yeah, and, and even with all the people complaining about how their flights get canceled, all this bullshit, they got the time, but then they're ended up spending more time in the airports and shit. Just take a fucking train. <laughs> I don't know why I don't think about that more. I don't even know if there's a Trans-Canada Railway anymore. I don't think there is. Little There's little snippets, but not not long ones and you would think if I could ride the train again no what a time it would be yeah and the ones that like back in the day used to have the bars and like you got your own little beds and stuff oh it's unbelievable yeah for god's sakes um what is the best place you've ever heard the national anthem probably when uh we beat the Czech Republic in 2017 in front of, uh, say, 9,000 fans, and they threw all their trash at us. Where was that? Czech or in the Republic? Czech Republic. Fucking rights, man. Do they ever know how to do it over there with their fans, hey? Oh, it's unbelievable. That's a it's packed bar no matter incredible. what time it is. Was yours in Pilsen? Uh, no, we were in uh, Pisic. Okay. Or Porta Port Biche. We were... Uh... Yeah, Pilsen and fucking packed. And that's why, like, I don't even know this Masters one. Um, and I'm still on the fence if I can go. But it, it's in uh, September. Check. I didn't even really look. But wherever the fuck it is, you know you're going to get fans. I mean, thousands per game. Um, maybe we should get them involved in uh, trying to get the sport into the Olympics. Um, They're more into the diving, the swimming. What's that? They're more yeah. into the swimming. They're like Fuck, synchronized they, diving. The thing, you know, like all those tournaments and, and in ice hockey, you kind of know each other. They're, they're really standoffish too. They never stay in the hotel with you. They never no. come out for beers. There's something about that. Okay. No space. I think we've, I got one question left. Um, your all time hockey team, except on this particular hockey team, you can't use Lemieux, Gretzky, or, or how. Or, okay, so you can't lose basically the first four rated players ever. Ever, yeah. Or any Bruins. Because I know you're probably going to spew off a few Bruins. So now. Who All do you right. Play? So like as a whole line? Yeah, you're playing me in a, say we got, it's a, a game of, an, an, what, what do they call it? A, a, a sim. A simulated. A okay. simula- <laughs> simulated online game. I got my picks. Now you got to come at me with a team of guys that you might like. They might be the best ever, or they might have to work together, whatever it might be. Who do you think? Six players. Now they're all in their prime in this hypothetical in this, world. All right. Well, uh, got to go Connor McDavid. I mean, the 
the kid's younger than me and is a fucking athlete. Great pick. Um, I mean, it's hard to pick from back then and now, but I take Crosby. I mean, Crosby, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would take probably a, a Joe Shackick. I mean, I'm a big Joe Shackick fan from back in the day. Fuck so. And then you know what? Fuck the defense. I'm going all forwards, Ovechkin, and probably a little Patty Kaner, and just run a five-man offense. Unbelievable. No one's ever now. Most of those questions, probably twenty percent, I've asked other people, and then I mixed it up. I've asked that particular question to every single person that ever came on here, as far as back as I remember when I started doing it. And no one has ever put out five forwards. Absolutely thinking outside the box, like only a no space would. Okay, yeah. who's in that? Uh, got to go with my boy, Patty Waugh. Okay. You know? And he's, he's actually a ball hockey player too. So that's why I love him as well. You know what? I, the first, so I was in camp with him and then he got, uh, he asked for the trade like two months later. Right. But it was a lockout year. So camp was late or sorry, the draft was late. It was in July 8th. And then like it was this year. And then I went down to camp early. So. And it was just skating with people. So they were like, I'll go over to Patrick's house. So I went over there like with them. I mean, I didn't open my mouth and he's an imposing, he was nice and everything. It was just tough to be comfortable. And um, anyway, well, he was said, I'll make something to eat. And he had young kids that ended up now they're, I think they played in the queue and everything. They were kids then. Now they're in their twenties, but he had a ball hockey rink downstairs. Yeah. He had, he had had like a mini rink, like the size of what we played on. Yeah, you, we're all all done like fucking with boards, and it was fucking awesome. That's um, unbelievable. And it was almost like I remember being so nervous in camp. Like, like I would <laughs> go down. I'm like, I'm never gonna like. I'm just trying to shoot it off his pads. I don't want to go yeah. high and like bring one off his neck or something. And in the room, it was tough. Like, not to just be mouth open in awe, you know. <laughs> like all the guys were like that, but Patrick Waugh, the whole story in '86 and '93. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, so anyway, great picks. I love it. No space. Listen, thanks a lot for coming on. I appreciate it for two different reasons. I mean, I appreciate your competitiveness and you are a great player. And uh, I hope people realize that most of when we get online against each other, it's theatrics. Um, we're competitive. When I gave you those wax, man, those were wax. And uh, you fucking came back. You could you could have folded. You could have not. You went right to the fucking heart area. And I really, really, really respect that. Almost like almost like a, I wasn't being a bully. It was almost like a veteran and a rookie. And now, you know, we've got that out of the way. I'm not saying we won't play fucking hard against each other, but, you know, Don't worry, I'll make sure I bring the pads next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it was great having you on. I'm going to text you soon about some of the things we talked about. Congrats on hey, being a new sure. father. Congrats on the Chicklets Cup. And I uh, actually, I'm I'm proud to say that you're a buddy. And it's uh, I'm proud of all my buddies that uh, have achieved things that you have, especially on a team level. To know that you're going to be a firefighter is just icing on the cake, buddy. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. And, you know, I will see you at the next one, trying to go for the floor. Hopefully, Sounds good. And hopefully you guys be- don't take us down. Oh, uh, well, fuck. We're right there. And you know what? We're going to put on our game faces again in a few months, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We'll see you in the final. I have no doubt about it. Hey, that's hockey, buddy. That's hockey. Hey, have a good one. And there you have it. Corey Wilson, the nose face killer. And uh, gained a lot of respect because, fuck, did I whack him? But he came back. As you've just heard, 
And you know, you see what I mean. We do. We have the odd beer. I got, I just got to know more about him than I ever have. But uh, he's probably not as much of a villain as a lot of people would think. But uh, it's not quite the WWE either, um, because while we might have a swagger to our step and a little bit of cocky confidence in our talk, our taunting talk before the tournament starts. And maybe that's theatrics, but we really did. The game was completely real. Like there was nothing fake about that game. And uh, I appreciate the competition and the friendship and always have. Might be a twisted way to do it, but uh, that's me. Love it or hate it. If you're still listening to this, then you, you've probably bought in. And uh, if not, so be it. Not everybody's going to love my approach. Wedgwood Cafe, check it out, Elizabeth Avenue. For all your catering needs, phone Wedgwood Cafe and Peter Wedgwood. If you're going downtown for a beer this weekend, it's George Street Festival. I can't fucking wait. Green Sleeves, TJ's, Rob Roy, Bull and Barrel, Trinity Pub, why not? And I love, love having a beer and a bite at Blue on Water and the Merchant Tavern. Uh, somebody asked me about Kodiak, the um, the the CBD rub the deep heat stuff whatever they call it uh, this is like deep tissue kind of rub that and, and it works it's great but uh, my buddy merle still hasn't got it up and ready for sale yet but i'll let you all know soon because i've had some emails um chuck and knuckles check out the merchandise online my good friend my ryan mugford uh and he's i you know he he, he gave me some stuff to sample i gotta say it's really comfortable the hoodies are fucking out of this world Thanks, Ryan. True hockey. Take what's yours. Thanks for the gear, boys. And uh, you'll be uh, it was great at Chicklets Cup, but now I'm doing Wally Bray's Hockey School, Ice Dogs Hockey, and they also sponsor that. If you're in town, St. John's, uh, it's minor hockey age groups. And there's another we're starting again on Monday this week. Of course, there's only tomorrow and, and Friday left. But next next week and the week after, I believe we're doing another one. I'm not sure if it's sold out yet. Close to. If you need info, just shoot me a DM or go Ice Dogs Hockey Online. Uh, this has been episode 113B featuring Corey Wilson, the nose face killer. And, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. I, uh, I appreciate you coming on here, nose face. But more importantly, the most important thing of, of all of it is that uh, you just had a healthy baby. And that's the second. You've got a great wife. Uh, and uh, from just your stories off the floor that you've told me. And uh, I joke, but you're going to be a firefighter. You're a great person, a great teammate. And I could only hope that one of these days I get the last laugh and beat you. But if not, I'm a better person for having known you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I will be back on Monday or Tuesday. I'm in a movie next week called... Uh, skeet here in newfoundland and uh, well I'm, i mean i'm filming it won't be out for a long time usually six months to a year i would assume but really looking forward to that i, I won't divulge any information but i'm loving my character it's a three-day gig and thanks to nick sexton and company for that uh but i'll get my podcast in and uh yeah a few days later we're either going to have bobby hauser actually i'll leave it uh just tune in next week we're going to have a surprise guest. I'm definitely going to have Bobby on soon. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. Continue to have a great summer. Thanks for 
following Tales with Tiara. Thank you to Buffalo, New York, and the Chicklets team one last time. And one last congrats to No Space Killer and the Brick Squad. See you all again next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Tales with Tiara.